Is it plugged in? Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> we good? We're good. good. Yeah, I'm good. Right. Hey. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. What's up? We're here to fuck your brains and your trains and your arms. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I do this, it gets worse. I know. All right. So that sucked. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. We have a new group of listeners. I just want to say shout out to you guys. And uh, if What's you don't that? know the drill. The drill. The drill. Mm. The drill is the that. Screw. The screw drill. The screw screwdriver drill <laughs> the drill bit um is that you can message us or email us or voicemail us find follow our stuff on instagram at what is it <laughs> <laughs> the, the, screw. the screw podcast or twitter at the screw nyc to find information on how to be interactive with us absolutely because i know some of you follow and listen and some of you do one over the other. And so some of you signed your dick pics and clip pics. Oh, wait. And, and I, while I have you, excuse me, I'd like to say, everybody follow A-Love. Aww. Have I said this before? I'm going to say it again. Follow A-Love. He is one third of this company. <laughs> is that bigger than a half? No. no shit. Who is it for? Fuck. When... Fuck, he's like one one hundred. I was trying to say that. <laughs> you're smaller by the second. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're one hundred percent. How do I say you're my everything? <laughs> I'm too fucking high for this. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry, guys. I meant to say you're my everything. Oh, thank you. You're my everything. Well, no, you're really everything. So, anyways, follow him online. How do I follow you? Um, on Instagram at a love dirty. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter at continue seventy eight, and on uh, your 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 apps. How do I find you on apps? <laughs> Which apps are you talking apps about? Apps where I could maybe have like pay you to take me out for a steak dinner. Oh, Not yeah. take me out. Take go out with me to steak dinner, and then maybe like give me like a nice man hand massage, manicure kind of thing. After. Yeah, yeah, a hand massage. Yeah. No, yeah. I meant a hand massage. I'm not yeah. trying to be with you. Uh, rent <laughs> dot men forward slash a love dirty. Yeah. So like you, you know, you have videos. You have a couple features. You know, you could get a little belly rub. <laughs> Whatever, man. Every everybody's got. This gotta, is a great. Everybody's got to hustle. Um, I don't know what the next word was. I don't know, but this is a great kind of like segue into what the primary guests. Yeah, so we have a wonderful um, episode for you guys today. We have a guest that we've been wanting to talk to for a while. We finally, because of um, time zone differences, we finally got to nail her down, if you will. Wink, wink. And (laughs) I'm so fucking corny. Why do I even have sex? I'm so excited about this. I know. So um, we're going to play you the interview that we did about an hour ago, and we hope that Y'all enjoy. So this is our interview with Siren Van Dahl. All right. Hit it, sister. Hit it, sister. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Our next segment is a special interview with somebody that I met through wrestling, sort of. Well, maybe we'll ask you about that later. I kind of forgot how we met. But um, I want to say that. Actually, I want to say what's right off your website. Sorry about this for intro, but she's a sexuality educator and a consultant from Newcastle, Australia. She considers herself a pleasure seeker, a hedonist, 
sensualist sex nerd. Welcome to the show, Siren Van Dahl. Hey, yay, that was all perfect. Thank you. (laughs) So where is Newcastle, by the way? (laughs) Uh, So it's like a coastal sort of mid-range size city um, about two hours from Sydney. Is that a reference point that Americans yeah. will get? Yeah, right. Because yeah. Americans <laughs> are, like, have no geography skills whatsoever. We thought that you were all in one time zone, so... Oh, uh, no, we have, like, four at the moment, I think. It depends what time of year it is, because some like states do... You no, you're like, I think there's four. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Queensland has daylight saving... Uh, doesn't have daylight saving, and we do. So, half, like, for a third of the year, there's... Um, a third of the year has four time zones or something, and like the other one has three. Oh, that is so confusing. <laughs> oh, that is confusing. We have that with like um, central time. Yeah, but I feel like I don't need to memorize it. You know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. So the first thing I wanted to ask is, what is a sexually a sexuality educator, and what does that entail for you specifically, and how long have you been doing this? Yeah, sure. So, um, sexuality educator is sort of a very uh, vague term I guess um I personally provide sexuality education uh mainly to adults uh there's a lot of people doing really cool stuff with teenagers and kids and age-appropriate sex ed but I'm more into like yeah grown-up stuff because it's more fun to me (laughs) so uh, so that sort of is a spectrum of I'll go to like universities is it like college for you guys um I'll go to colleges and I'll run like consent workshops or like BDSM 101 classes, or I'll do, like, a, a fisting workshop at a swingers club. Nice. Um, or I'll, like, last year I went to um, this big, like, festival out in the bush uh, where everyone, like, camps for a week and you do a bunch of workshops so you can, like, deep dive into some stuff. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, it, it ranges from, like, Consent 101 to, like, um, advanced kink activities <laughs> you, you um, it all you know yeah you, and a lot of stuff on like relationship and communication skills That's awesome. <laughs> yeah so and i talk about polyamory a lot because there's a lot to talk about <laughs> yes there sure is <laughs> we both know about that <laughs> um so that's amazing i mean that sounds super fun my follow-up question to that though is i mean you said that there's obviously plenty of flavors of sexuality educators out there because obviously there's so many different you know lanes you can take with it but what would make you different than say like a sex therapist or maybe like a clinician that works in this field uh sure um degrees (laughs) uh in the hourly rate um so i tend to work more on skills um as opposed to like counseling or um like a therapeutic situation sure um there are lots of amazing people doing that. I find that level of emotional labor isn't particularly sustainable for myself. Um, understand. But when I do, I still offer coaching, but that's more like I'll work with you and your partner to like learn how to flog or like talk through some polyamory skills. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, I, I pass people off to therapists when they're stuff is bigger than my pay grade (laughs) right on (laughs) well that i mean that's great i just want to say like props to you because not everybody that is a sexuality educator would necessarily do that you know i have some feelings about that (laughs) but yeah i think it's really important to know well that's awesome so it sounds like you you definitely know when to draw the line of like this is out of my realm of understanding yeah definitely like you're playing with people's like mental health and their relationships and like it's not like um 
it's not a small game. <laughs> right. So, so those out there that maybe want to maybe look into being a sexual sexuality educator, like Aaron and I are pseudo ones, for an example, maybe don't just, you know, jump into it. You have to do the research and really understand that this is a serious thing to, Absolutely. you know, tablet, you know. <laughs> Every time I teach, I get someone asking like, oh, how do I do what you do? And I find that like exciting and flattering, but then I explain that it's sort of like, the sum of over a decade worth of research and hard work and networking and um, educating and making mistakes. And, and I'm and like, cool, do you have 15 minutes for my origin story? <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was going to ask you what got you into it. You know, what, what, was, what got you into this field? And then also, you know, how long have you been doing? You said over a decade, but what, what was that, you know, driving force? Yeah, so the decade is sort of like when I started really intensely researching sexuality and gender and those sort of things. Um, I've been officially teaching for five years this year, um, but I started working as my... Um, res- I lived on, college, uh, on campus when I was at uni, and I was a sexuality and women's officer, so I was doing sort of like um, pastoral care based in sexuality and gender stuff there, where I really like fell in love with it, and I was also doing some volunteering with um, an organization that went to music festivals and, like, taught people how to put on condoms and all that kind of thing. Nice. Um, But I was actually studying politics and international relations uh, at the time and just sort of considered sexuality as, like, a hobby. And then, I think Anne just fell in love with you, by the way, for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be a diplomat. It'll be great. Um, Hell yeah. (laughs) So I, like, worked really hard and got all the grades and stuff and got into a good uni, and then did like two years of it and got super depressed because like humanity sucks a bit, <laughs> it turns out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I would like cry in the bathrooms between classes because I couldn't like handle it. And everyone else was doing better than me uh, at the emotional side of things. Right. Um, and then we had some political changes here in Australia that meant the organization I wanted to work for got t- like, and had wanted to work for since I was a teenager got disbanded. Uh, so oh. I panicked and took a gap year <laughs> and was just working in retail. And um, in 2014, my friend was going to this big quick conference and was like, hey, there's no kink workshops. Um, do you want to come teach one? And no. I was like, okay, sure. And I took a week off work and kind of never looked back. Um, from there, I just got asked to teach more and more and more. And now it's kind of crazy. Oh, <laughs> I, I like consult on national... Vibe. That was re- that's a really cool story. I mean, just to just to like turn your back on what you're doing and be like, yeah, let's just try this thing and then fall in love with it and stick with it. That's that's kind of an awesome story. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. In the last like six months, I've been able to like consult on national health policy for like young people in Australia, and um, I work for an organization supporting people living with HIV as my day job now. So to be able to sort of take this like weird quirky interest and turn it into a career is like pretty amazing that is amazing and i thank you for the work you're doing oh thank you you guys too i've been listening to some episodes to like prep and like it's so it's so great it's like funny but like woke as hell i love it well you're our first official guest back from taking a hiatus from guests so thank you again for being on I'm so you excited. Know, we've, been, we've been a little weird lately, but we're we're trying to get back to, you know, getting other voices out there. So. Absolutely. And uh, so I have to interject. I know Felicia wants to ask you a couple more questions, but since you were already talking about this, I loved, I was going through your website, which I really, really like, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. 
so user friendly, like which isn't a given these days. Right? <laughs> oh, that's great! I built it myself, so that means a lot. Amazing! Sex work and sight work. <laughs> exactly, and so of course I like scroll through and I see the personal is political as one of your like uh, you know drop down menus, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, my eyes like went to that right away, and you know I saw that you. Um, you had mentioned some activism workshops, and I was like, kind of curious what those like look like for you when you do those kind of workshops. Yeah, absolutely. So when I was work- when I was studying international relations, I was working with an organization that um, helped empower young people to fight poverty, and there I um, learned a lot about uh, like advocating to government officials and raising awareness. And I was also doing a lot of that in my um. Work. And I've always sort of been the mouthy feminist. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like, since I was a kid. Um, so, I've managed to build up quite a strong set of advocacy skills, both, like, in terms of, uh, like, awareness raising and, like, community engagement, but also in, like, getting policy changed. Oh, so, nice. the work- that workshop particularly is about sort of a range of strategies around that kind of thing. But also some self-care because, like, it's oh, I, I've experienced activist burnout multiple times in my life and trying to, like, balance and organize things so you're not burning yourself out for the cause. Um, I, I, that, is, that is so, I love to hear you say that because, you know, when I talk to activist friends, they're always like, yeah, I know, I know, and, and you're like, no, but really, like, <laughs> it's like true. How, can, how can you, like, what can you do for the movement if you're not there for yourself, like, you, yeah. you can't be that, that kind of, like, rock that's needed, and everybody understands that intellectually, but they don't, like, they don't understand what it means in practice until they're at burnout level. It's yeah, like, it's definitely something definitely. everyone learns the hard way, I think, but if you can, like, for, like, get in front of it a bit, um, it gets mm-hmm. way easier. Um, but yeah, doing, being a good person is exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't I know it? I only do it like two days a week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I sometimes, anytime I feel guilty because I paywall a lot of like access to my knowledge just in terms of like, if like Facebook acquaintances message me or something, um, for like sex ed stuff, if it's simple, I'll help. But a lot of the time it isn't. Um, so like I can feel bad sometimes being like, hey, this is kind of a big deal. I don't really want to do this work for free. Um, Can you just, like, Kofi me or PayPal me or whatever? But that puts up walls because I can't, especially after five years, you can't just, like, give everything to everyone all the time, Mm -hmm. Um, whether that's activism or your personal life or work. I mean, that's a part of the self-care you were just talking about, whether it's politics or activism or sex work or education. I mean, those are all taxing things, especially if you put your heart and soul into it. Yeah, you have to leave some of you for you. You are a person. You're not a machine. You are not Ask Jeeves. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it definitely feels like that sometimes. For the record. (laughs) I love it. Holy shit. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, you can't just pump things out as people put them in. And that's not fair for people to expect that of you. So I understand your wanting of, you know, getting to every, getting your voice heard and getting to every ear that wants to hear it. But at the same time, they have a responsibility on there and to respect your time whether it be through money or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? and, like, not Facebook message me at 3 a.m. asking if um, poppers are, like, safe. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Google it. Oh yeah, God. I, like, oh, 
yeah, it's just, there's a, a level of, um, I think it's because sexuality is sort of so human um, and so personal, people find it hard to separate, um, like, the work side of it. Right. right. And because, like, I'm good at my job, it kind of feels like, oh, you're just talking to a friend and I'm non-confrontational and, like, I make you comfortable, right. like I do you in sex work. Well, <laughs> you've always been. I noticed that about you. You are very much interactive and accessible, but that's also exhausting on the other side. So yeah. you're allowed to take a break. We're, we're telling you we're all allowed to take breaks, Absolutely. I promise. So maybe, maybe I can ask you this. You know, one thing I always find, you know, it's the, like, you know, teach a man to fish kind of philosophy. Are there, like, maybe two, one or two books that have inspired you around, like, sex education and activism that you would, like, oh. recommend to people to get them, like kind of on a path of thinking about these things in a productive way? Oh, gosh, I have so many. Um, just in terms of books about sexuality that really inspire me, um, Alison Moon has a book called Girl Sex 101, um, nice. which is, like, part graphic novel, part um, queer oh, femme sex book. Um, it's absolutely incredible. Um, but even if you're not someone who has sex with uh, either people with vulvas or people who identify as um, or are women without vulvas... Uh, you can, just the way it's communicated and the inclusiveness and stuff, I feel is like such a great example of what we can achieve in this field that we don't always. Um, right. oh, I'll have to know. check that out because I have not, so. Oh, I'll send you a link. It's incredible. Oh, awesome. great. Thank you. Uh, oh, I'm like blanking on every book I've ever read. I know, we should kind of put you on the spot. I, I feel like whenever people like are like, name who your number one whatever is, I'm like, I don't know. And then I go back later, I'm like, I have 25, you know. Uh, oh, what else? I don't know. My activism stuff sort of came from other places, which was like um, like punk rock and um, nice. getting yeah. angry at being in Catholic school. <laughs> so like a good Bikini Kill record. And, like, yeah. Power, oh man, yeah. like, um, I was very <laughs> well, into like Minor Threat and Black Flag and Rise Against and stuff. If it has the word against in it, I'm probably into that. <laughs> yeah. If you think of anything, send, a, send us in with the link. Oh, yeah, like, I'll, the, send the, a, yeah I'll send you a reading list. It sounds like we grew up exactly the same. I love it. it oh, I love up. it. Yeah, I well, it, only from when I first like more productive things in your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing amazing stuff. Um, oh, you're so sweet. When I, it was so great. I got found your account sort of around when I was getting into wrestling, and um, it was so great to see someone who like I really identified with uh, as like a figure in the wrestling world because I sort of grew up. I would like see WWE on TV and stuff, but it never looked like it was for me. So I'm like 25, so it would have been like late 90s attitude stuff. Right, right, and yeah. like. <laughs> the women were portrayed in a certain way and I remember really not identifying with that at all and then right. when I got into it like two years ago and obviously we've had a lot of changes um I don't know just something about what you were putting out in the world was so fantastic <laughs> I was like oh cool this is this is definitely for me oh, oh. I just got the chills thank you <laughs> say in response to that <laughs> fuck yeah fuck oh. yeah that, I mean, all I want is to find, you know, other women out there that want to like wrestling and not worry about people's opinions, you know? Yeah, it's so great. Um, Wait, so can I ask you a question? I heard that you two have a connection through one of, uh, through like a strange Felicia. uh, Oh, right. The story of how you know me. Oh, yeah. It's amazing, right? It's like, I got, 
I became obsessed with you through wrestling, but <laughs> uh, my beloved, very dear um, friend Andrew, who's like one of my best friends in the world, um, bought your nudes. and because he knows i'm like super into people paying for porn he was like flexing about it and i'm like tell me who this girl is (laughs) i know Um, who it is too off the top of my head that's awesome yeah you know know you're named andrew hastings he'll love it if i say his name oh my god what was that sorry yes i know all my international people you know because there's not that many so yeah everyone at andrew hastings on twitter and uh call him out for me i love you his boner is so big right now yeah he'll he'll die (laughs) that's amazing that's fucking awesome well yeah i mean for the record i never out my customers but if they want to tell people that they're my customers go for it i asked permission before i mentioned his name i promise yes (laughs) you're amazing consent consent is so important (laughs) absolutely see like you're just a wealth of like a you're a walking educator you don't even try to be just like by the way for the record did ask it was cool consent is cool yep next you know like great we covered that off the list we're gonna have to tag the fuck out of him in this podcast (laughs) (laughs) Right. I also haven't talking, se- oh. talking about myself. Um, I do want to talk about you more because you're amazing. So I do want to ask you, um, you said you run workshops. You gave us a little bit of a taste of that, but could you give us some, just an example of like one or two workshops that maybe are your favorite to run or like the goofiest or, you know, something like that. Oh, favorites. Um, I really <laughs> like my polyamory one. It's probably one of my most popular ones. It's sort of a bit of a chill discussion-based one where I trick people into learning skills by talking to them, like, through a group discussion. Nice. Um, I really love my sensation plate workshop. It's, like, the first thing I ever taught. Um, so it's, and it's, like, my favorite thing in the world. It's why my, like, all my social handles have said in it. It's for sensation. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, that's, like, my favorite thing in the world. So um, it's also the one I've worked done the most so it's like really on point at this point now at this point in time so I love that one uh what else um but, so just, for that for that workshop like give me an example of one thing that you teach or show there or demonstrate or you know whichever yeah so send uh, too many s sounds sensation <laughs> play is um this like kind of vague uh type of kink play where you like uh, use like feathers and claws and like um, temperature and all these different sensations nice. uh, to sort of like take people up through up like peaks and lows um, of intensity and it's like it's really hot and fun. Uh, so it's like a partnered workshop and because you don't have to have like floggers or whips or anything, I hand out like a bunch of. <coughs> I guess you'd say random crap. <laughs> I cook them carefully. So, but, like, you'll get, like, a pack in it, and it has, like, a feathers, a, like, craft feather from a craft, like, a, a Play Store, and, like, um, a business card, and a fork, like, a plastic fork, um, and, like, a, a marble, and, like, these sort of random objects, and we talk through how to use different types of sensation on different parts of the body, and, like, it's so fun and playful um, and also, like, shows you that you don't need to spend, like, heaps of money to have, like, fun sex times. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. We- Sensation is a super fun thing for me because I'm yeah. very sensitive everywhere, so I really... Yeah, me too. I'm like... <laughs> I want to take one of your workshops. 
I want you to put all your weird marbles and shit on me. <laughs> I, I, I really like that because we've like, I, you know, the times that we've talked to and discussed some of these things with like, you know, a lot of people in the, the kink community, especially is about the cost of toys, you know, like people yeah. will watch por- pornography and be like, oh, look at all those fancy things they have in those pornos and then try to buy them themselves and be like, damn, silicone be expensive, you know, like <laughs> important. Definitely buy silicon. I'm like, I, I write a sex book and review toys as well. So like, I'm like aggressive about body safe materials. <laughs> Me too. I review sex. But there are, especially here in the states, there's so many like low cost point silicon toys now. It's like yeah, amazing. True. Blush novelties. Shout out. Uh, they do some amazing stuff that I can't get in Australia, but you guys can go crazy on yeah. well I guess we'll have to send you a little care package huh? <laughs> oh my god please we also have people in here who have like, yeah they usually cool really well. good Oh, we'll, we'll link people to all the good stuff yeah hell yeah, yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a radar awesome <laughs> so I want to ask a, a little bit more of a personal-ish, well, I guess one, this isn't really personal, but you are very open about sex work online, and I wanted to know if you were okay with telling me a little bit about what you do as far as sex Yeah, work. of course. You know, people sometimes think sex work immediately means hanging out on the street and jumping into a car with a dude. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's so many levels of it, you could just be selling your nudes, so I wanted to ask you about that, and, you know, what kind of things you do, and what, you, you know, what got you into that? Was it like an extension of this, or was it something different? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm really lucky in that I live in a state called New South Wales, which is one of two places in the world that has full decriminalization of, se- of sex work. Amazing. Um, yeah, I'm moving, so moving in. It's not regulated um, in a good way. So you're still covered by all of the, like, um, normal business rules, but there aren't, like, special rules for sex workers, which is very rare and makes it, honestly, one of the best places to work in the world. Wow, <laughs> um, I know. It's, it's, I feel so blessed. Even working in other states which have stricter laws, even if it's legal in some way, really stresses me out. So I have so much um, respect and compassion for workers, especially like in, in like the states where it's pretty much outlawed everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And even like, I know, is it Nevada has legalization where like you can work in brothels and stuff? Right. Um, whereas we don't have restrictions on anything so you can work on the street you can work in a brothel you can work um as a private escort like i do um but yeah i'm really lucky in that sense so i do want to acknowledge that i have a lot of privilege talking about sex work and especially in the past year with foster sister passing um it's affected us here in australia but american workers i know especially are really really struggling so yeah. That's like my my preface. Um, <laughs> can I ask? Can I ask you a, a question? Just because um, you know, yeah, I was, of course. I was here dabbling a little sex work of one or the other. Um, how does that change? Like, do you think the power between you and the clients in terms of like the the legality factor? Do you feel it makes me so much safer? Um, yeah. I can go if anything happens in a booking. I can call the cops, and I don't have to worry about getting arrested. Um, I know that they'll be um with like ignoring the issues we have with our legal system all over the world with sexual assault charges or anything like that um i won't be arrested in other states where like it's legal but there's weird restrictions and rules and stuff uh you can i could still get in trouble so like in victoria which is another state here in australia you can't have offer in calls 
um, which is where a client comes to you. Okay. Um, a lot of people do. <laughs> but if um, anything happens there, you can still call the police because, like, that's important. But you do face more of a barrier in terms right. of, like, if you still get in trouble. Right. Uh, and in places like America where it's, like, completely illegal, that's so much more dangerous. Yeah. I mean, and, it, and clients know that we can call the cops on them as well, so it sort of puts an onus on them to... um. <laughs> yeah, well, I, th- I think about that in terms of, like, you know, for lack of better terminology, I'm going to use a corpo, like, term, like, soft skills, right? Yeah. Like, you know, cl- clients, like, you know, the nicer ones are the ones that, like, if you're lucky, are, like, really good with their soft skills. They, like, talk to you in a way that's respectful and, like, appreciate what you're doing in a, in a very respectful way, you know? And, yeah, like, exactly. There's not, like, a level of judgment and morality to it. Whereas there are some clients that, like, are pushy in the way they talk about it is in the oh, end, yeah. you're the escort, and there's a big class difference between us, and, like, you know, so know your place kind of attitude. Well, right, because they they can always, they always have lawyers when you have money, right? right. You know, it's that, yeah. it's that whole thing hanging over you, right? Yeah, so I'm very lucky in that sense. Um, I, before I did full service sex work, I did uh, pro-dom work, um, which is, like, being a dominatrix. Um, which I still love, and I do a little bit on the side, but um, it's it's expensive and the overheads are bigger, so... <laughs> um, it's a lot of work, too, I imagine. Yeah, like, you just have to travel with more gear. It's it's exhausting. So much respect to all my pro-dom lovely friends. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and before that, I was a cam girl on MFC. So I've sort of, like, Don't worked be- my way up in baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> What's been your favourite so far? Um, they all have their, like, ups and downs. I think escorting's probably where I'm happiest. Um, I found camming, when it's good, it's incredible. And, like, but sometimes you're, like, sitting on cam for, like, six hours and you've made, like, 50 tokens and you just want to curl up and die in a hole. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, like, you still get, um, slow periods with sex work and with full-service sex work and you still get, um, like bad clients and all of those sort of things, but you get the money first. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm not like a great, I don't know. I'm not a bad hustler. I just like, it's not my, not my calling. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at it either. I'm like, are you sure you don't want an extra video? You know, <laughs> <laughs> by the time I'm done, they paid 20 cents for everything. And I'm like, come oh, on, no. what did I just do? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think escorting is what works for me at the moment. And like, I have a really, lovely customer base thankfully um and yeah like i get to do fun sex stuff for money which is the best (laughs) well you're gorgeous and you are amazing like fuck i can't think of one thing that i could ever say bad about you like you're the most amazing human i've ever met so everybody you're gonna make me cry (laughs) if this woman all of your money for give her your tokens your bitcoins (laughs) i don't care wherever you are buy everything that she owns because (laughs) i love you anyways okay so um, that's amazing one other uh, sex work question I want to ask is, do you have, I don't want, you know, I don't need you to give us a whole book because I want you to, like, keep some of your secrets so people pay you for them later. But <laughs> if you have, like, num- a number one self-care suggestion for any other se- sex workers out there that are either in it right now or want to get into it, just, like, one self-care suggestion, because I feel like that's an important mm-hmm. topic to cover. Oh, about. absolutely. Um, 
turn your phone off sometimes. Mm. Um, Agreed. Yes. It's hard. And if you're like not in a financial position to do that, I like, it's really hard. But even if it's when you're asleep, yeah. like if you're not someone who's going to take bookings at three o'clock in the morning, which like is super valid, but not that common, turn your phone off when you go to sleep. Like the messages will be there in the morning. Um, or like if you're having a night out with friends or with partners or a date or anything like that, it's again, it's, it's making time for you, um, and leaving something left for you. So turning off my phone, um, when I just need to not be my sex work persona, uh, right. is probably my biggest tip. Nice. I do the same <laughs> and I highly, I, I back that. I think we all agree that all three of us, it's very important to take some time offline yeah. yeah, I'm already so attached to my my normal phone. <laughs> Having the second one is just like <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. a lot. Aaron has like seven, so <laughs> and he just I'm, added me on his phone. Line. Like I don't even understand. I'm getting a phone for my my day job this week. So, uh, when I go back this year, and it's going to be like, oh, cool, three phones. Oh my, oh my god, god, I am done. It's I too much. Bless your hearts. I cannot. <laughs> um, so one of the other questions I have for you is. Are you in a relationship and oh, I, you heard, uh, you heard, yeah. I heard you talk about polyamory before. Are you, if you're in a relationship, are you polyamorous? And how does like what you do for a living affect that relationship at all? Or if it does? Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I'm in a couple of relationships. Um, my, uh, I'm polyamorous. Uh, I don't have a primary partner per se. Um, we don't do this thing called hierarchy poly, which is the one most people know where you have like a primary and a secondary partner and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do non-hierarchy poly where it's just like you don't necessarily prioritize one partner over the others. Um, but I have an anchor partner who's the one I've sort of been with the longest and I live with most of the time and that kind of thing. Um, he, we've been together for, we're coming up to nine years. Oh, Wow. <laughs> we met when we were 16 it's gross um, <laughs> I, I saw the photos the other day I was like oh my god my that was the first time I've ever posted a face photo of him I like I never realized and that I was looking at it today and I was like oh yeah um, it is it is so oh yeah it's so cute he's a, he's a nice one I like him um <laughs> yeah so we've been here the nine years um he came out as queer before I did um we were in like we'd been dating for three months and he sat me down after school one day because uh, we were in the 10th 11th grade 11th grade uh <laughs> oh my god so cute uh it's yeah i love <laughs> it but i like it makes me cringe um he sat me down like on the steps outside of homeroom after school one day and he was like i have to tell you something i'm really sorry i should have told you sooner and he like front loaded it so much i'm like fuck he's gonna tell me he has cancer or he's breaking oh. up with me like those are the two options and he's like i think i'm bisexual and i like squealed and hugged him and i was like i have a bisexual boyfriend ah! <laughs> it was like the best that's so cute uh and then i don't know i sort of knew i was queer from an early age but i, I grew up in rural um a rural area that was like pretty homophobic so I buried it very very deep um but he sort of encouraged me to come out um at least to myself and to him uh a couple of months after that and then we got to sort of the end of school and we're like oh like I want to I think I want to spend my life with you but also like I don't want to be in this like 
position where I'm not exploring my sexuality. Um, so when I moved away for college, because uh, we did long distance for a year, uh, we had a rule that I could like make out with girls and he could make out with boys, which worked way better for me because he was still stuck in the country town <laughs> and I had like moved to a, the, the uni city, uh, like the university town, and he was like lived a kilometer away from the gay club and like was having some fun. <laughs> but it was fine. We got through it. Um, so that was sort of us dabbling in non-monogamy. And then when he moved down to that city with me, he just sort of progressed. So we've been non-monogamous for seven years, and we officially became poly like five years ago. Uh, so now I have a girlfriend of three years who I love dearly. Her name's Sean. She's like a beautiful uh, circus performer. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. That's what is awesome. my life? <laughs> That's fucking good. Um, yeah, she's beautiful. Um, Sean Bridget on Instagram. Um, and I'm just shouting out all my... Yeah, and then I sort of, like, date... I do the Tinder thing, and I date casually, and um, I have, like, a collection of lovers in various cities, so when I travel, I bang people. It's great. You have a booty call in every town. Hell yeah. It's the goal. You need to make your way over to the United States. <laughs> oh, that's the plan. I'm hoping to in the next year or two. You got a couple booty calls there's there a, right here. There's a lot of money that you haven't made here yet. And <laughs> a lot of booty calls that you haven't called yet. So. Oh, man. I'm so excited. There's so many opportunities to teach in America. I, just, I, I want to get over there so bad. Hell yeah. I'll be <laughs> Let's minutes. Yes. Can you, like, be my my sex education manager, but like a wrestling manager? (laughs) Exactly. I'll get into the room and I'll hype everybody up. Yeah. No, we're faces because I don't want anybody to boo you. (laughs) It depends on the room. We'll, like, go into, like, the Republican convention and be like, listen up, bitches. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. And we'll do a BDSM workshop on there. Yeah. Oh, they've already they've already been to that fucking workshop. Yeah, we'll do level three on them. We'll do uh, primary school level. Uh, what what is it? Elementary school level sex ed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, this is the female reproductive system. Sex ed, and we're gonna step on you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, my last question for you, unless Aaron has it, do you have any other questions? Not yet. Not yet. I have a million, but like you know, I'm like enjoying myself listening. You're the organic <laughs> question enjoying maker. I I, I, I love you. All right, so my this is something I really want to know. So out of like all of your encounters throughout the years, you know, teaching and doing sex work and just answering people online, whatever it is, what is one of the funniest encounters? If you could think of something off the top of your head, like what's one of the funniest thing that things that's mm-hmm. ever happened? either to you or with you or around you or, you know, whatever. Oh, let me think. Um, <laughs> whenever people ask me what the craziest thing that happens in my life is, cause, or the weirdest thing, because I have, like, no barometer for that anymore, <laughs> um, I just say, uh, Andrew, the friend I mes- mentioned before, uh, we're, like, really best friends now, but we met on a, like, Tinder date intending to, like, just be a hookup. <laughs> and, like, two years later, we're like, oh, my God, I love you so much. You're, like, such a good friend. Oh, um, it's like the cute one. I don't know. I get some weird DMs. I got a guy who sent me like, like maybe ten long messages over the course of a few weeks because he was obsessed with getting his dick painted like the Hulk. <laughs> yes, um, this is what I wanted to hear. <laughs> uh, oh, and on Andrew's podcast, he read them all out, so I'll, I'll send you the link so you can hear them. They're they're insane. That's um, a good thing. We need to have one time. Answer. 
with you next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he would. He would. He would love that. Um, no. Uh, one time, a Tinder dude stood me up in the city I live in, uh, and I was sad about it. So I got on a train to Sydney, which is like two and a half hours probably, and went to a swingers party and had a twelve-person orgy instead. Yeah. Uh, I- that was like a fun like. I don't even need you moment. Fuck yes. That, I um, you don't end up in those situations until you're like, you know what? I just like shaved my pussy. I'm going out. Yeah, and then I you randomly end up with like 12 dicks in your face. It's so cool. <laughs> oh, that was a good night. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, most of them involve me being real clumsy. And like one time I was like 21 at this like really fancy fetish party in Sydney and I had, like, full corset and, like, whole regalia happening. <clears throat> There's a sex educator from, uh, she splits her time between Japan and France, I think, uh, named Satomi. She's an amazing rigor and um, femdom teacher. Rigor yeah. is someone who tops for rope. Uh, and I had loved her since I was, like, 15 or 16 and had read her books and stuff. And I saw her at the bar. And I was, like, so nervous. And it was the first time I bought, like, pleasers. Uh, so I had, like, proper fetish heels. Uh, and I'm usually comfortable in heels, but, like, bit of a different game, and I have a long, like, Victorian skirt on or whatever. Went over, managed to get through the conversation being chill and not fangirling too hard, hopefully. And then I <laughs> turned around. I was like, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I turned around, made it two steps, tripped on the hem of my skirt, <gasps> smashed my face into the concrete floor, and managed oh. to pull half a curtain down on my way. No. Oh, no. Uh, so adorable and I want to laugh so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed immediately. I was like mortified and then just laughed hysterically. Oh, but, well, uh, because that's like out of a freaking movie or like a sitcom. Oh man, my life. <laughs> that's awesome. That's beautiful. Oh my god. Well, I would love to say thank you for being on our show. You have been a delight. You've taught us so much. Um, this has been so fun. <laughs> I want to have you on again. Like, please, like, literally anytime. (laughs) That would be so awesome. Yeah, like, honestly, I definitely think that we could use another strong female voice on our podcast, you know, sprinkled within, because out of all the guests I've had, I haven't had a lot of women, so I'd like to have more, so. No, I would would honestly love that. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much, and I would like to now give you the opportunity sorry no, anything no, no. else Aaron no no, no. thank you I want to say thank <laughs> I'm you I'm so excited well. I'm thank like you for asking me questions thank you for the work you do very much the activism and the sex work and all of the above thank you so much I am totally oh, thrilling right now is <laughs> so. oh it's so mutual I'm like I think I've been like grinning like a crazy person for like the last oh. 40 minutes <laughs> I love you so much okay so I'm going to give you the floor now to tell us where to follow you online, how to find you, how to give you money, whatever you want to do. Just pimp yourself as much as you want. Yeah, cool. Uh, so, I'm Siren Vandal. I'm a sex educator and consultant. You can find my website at sensiren.com. Uh, that has information about coaching and workshops. I do Skype coaching, so if anyone's not in Australia, um, I can talk you through stuff over over webcam. Um, if you go to sensiren.blog, uh, you can read sex toy reviews, essays about sexuality and relationships. Uh, sometimes I just like post cool articles you should read. Um, I'm going to update it more this year, but yeah, there's some fun stuff there. If you buy sex toys through the links on that site, you give me money, so you should do that. <laughs> nice. And then on social media, I'm at 
the Sen Siren, T-H-E-S-E-N-S-I-R-E-N, uh, on Instagram, Twitter. I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram and Twitter are the main places to find me. Um, if you want to contact me for sex work things, uh, DM me on those platforms and I'll hook you up. <laughs> awesome. And if you want any of her time, be sure to make sure you have a little money in your pocket because even if it's just a little, it goes a long way. Hey. And be respectful in your fucking yeah. messages. And finally, always respect your local sex workers. Amen. 100%. <laughs> well, thanks Sex is about to come on. in, sir. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks again for being on, and we'll definitely link everybody below. So if you didn't catch that, definitely uh, see our description, because we'll have all of the links to find um, the best person I've ever met. In my oh my god. <laughs> Oh, Alright, well thanks again and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. That was a wonderful interview. I just want, you know, as like a recap since we did that earlier today because of um time zone differences and whatnot. I just wanna say like again to Siren for being on the show and also putting up with us and our silly high asses for that long. <laughs> um, you truly are an amazing asset to so many different <coughs> communities, you know what I mean? I could list, like, 17 that you yeah, immediately affect and help. So thank you so much again, and we are serious about having you on again. So Absolutely. Thanks. I have a million more things I want to know and questions that I have, and, you know, just, yeah, you know. <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk All right, about so the last thing that we have for you guys is um, uh, the weekly. what everybody's been waiting for. Sorry if, um, for the record, our audio has been off all day. So, like, not only did we interrupt Siren a decent amount, so we apologize because we couldn't actually hear when it was picking up to, like, speak. But also, yeah. um, you know, this podcast probably is sucking and not sucking all at the same time. I fucked this up like 12 times. And, and. (laughs) (laughs) Suck on these titties. Okay, we're at, we're good. Everything's good. (laughs) We're back to good. We're back to good. All right. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, thank you again, Siren, for, um, answering our questions. and Existence. Being like a wonderful, beautiful human. Thank you. We need more of, not we need more of, because that, that makes me feel like I'm shaming the rest of people. (laughs) But I just mean like, you know, there's... There's there's a need for it. Hey, listen, if you are a woman that wants to have your voice heard, you deserve it, and you have a right to it. So that at least maybe inspired you a little bit. We need more of you, so let's speak out. Absolutely. That's that's what I meant by that. Not Absolutely. like, you know, no no obligations here. <laughs> and, and honestly, look for the description of the post and, like, on our, our medias for, like, the links to articles that Siren's going to send us and information that is stuff you should most definitely consume. Yeah, and please make sure that you follow her. So... Yeah, please. Please do. With so. all that being said, I think our, we're going to wrap this show up with a little um, fan interaction stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So we do the, let's do the... the do we have any voicemails? Uh, we do. I want to end on that because... You um, want to do that as the last? Yeah. I don't even know if we can hear it well, but all right, I'm Whatever, good we'll intro it. I mean, like, I have, I have gotten sound quality, you know? Once our Patreon's up, you guys will understand, like, what the situation is. <laughs> is that we don't have a situation? <laughs> um, like too a poor sa- for a situation. Too poor to even afford our own fees. We use, like, two cups and a string to record this podcast. <laughs> So that was a long string from Australia. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> we needed money for string. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. All right. So we let's we have submissions for ratings. Let's yeah. do. We've got one. At, we got cue up a dick or a, or some tits or what's good. Yeah, we've see. got a dick first. And All right. Then, um, tell, what's their name that they want to go uh, by? Gore Kitten eighty three. Are we allowed to say their name? Uh no. Or it was like this is the one to use, the one that I just. But said. you you just said their name. <laughs> no, no, they said Gore Kitten eighty three is fine to use. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You scared me. So the, I thought you said no after I asked. I love this. This is a dick. It's like, it's like a nice, perfect head dick. Like nice. It's it's. it's yeah, that's actually a pretty big dick. It's definitely it's, a big okay. Game. So I don't know if they've been listening to our podcast, but definitely takes all of my instructions. Yeah, but, your advice is yeah. No HDR, no. hands at the base, side <laughs> angle okay as long as we have a fully erect. You know? Right. It's good. It's a good. Yeah, tip. I thought so. It's it looks like it's cut, but you know, a couple of people actually responded to last time and was like, "I'm actually uncut," or "I'm actually cut," and uh, I, then yeah. I felt like an idiot because I sounded I like know. I sounded like I was like, "Oh, I'm such a professional." <laughs> Are you clicking through your like man? No, no, no. Profile I'm, I'm opening up uh, the other other submissions. Oh, okay. Well, you're. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. I was oh, there. So I was like, no. "Oh my god, I can't even keep your attention for like no, no, two no, no. minutes." I, you're you, done with me. I've you, been at errands for quite a bit <laughs> so he's over it no, no, all right so yeah rating? so rating. thank you yeah i mean that's like a nine out of ten damn all right yeah i i i, I would give up so all right wait my one critique is i feel like you, you can always reduce the noise on a photo well no, <laughs> i'm the, so rude that, that part i'm not bothered about like right. i i feel like your balls are scorched up like i can't see the sack yeah situation. but i you know, last time I said I didn't want to see the sack. No, you want I, to I'm, see the sack. I'm giving it a 8.5 because of that. As long as Aaron wants a sack. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that was a nice dick. Okay, Excellent. let's go next. Right. I want more. Uh, the next we've got someone uh, who wants to. I don't go... think people want to listen to like you know 20 minutes of dicks, do they? Oh, because they're listening for their dicks. Yeah, we Scottish. We Scottish is, is the, the name, name given. Yeah, we've got definitely like clearly an uncut. Yes, penis. well, they're Scottish. It's uh, looking nice and wet, which is a hot photo. It has a nice glisten. I don't know if that's a share, but either way, it's okay. It looks like it's almost like they did a little, like, a, a smoothing effect. But if they didn't, it's just a very good photo. Maybe you just yeah. have a good camera. Let's look at that. So I noticed recently people have r- cameras that don't take shit photos, and I don't have one of those. So yeah. once again, donate to the cause if you want good photos. Somebody was like, oh, I really like this photo you have online. I'm like, that's because I, like, reduced the noise and up the clarity and this and that to create this effect as if I had a good phone. Yeah. Camera phone. I don't even yeah, have yeah. a camera. I don't have shit. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't want, like, 480 DPI or 1080 or whatever the fuck it is, like, <laughs> obviously, you know. Somebody I, get the rating for this one. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, it's Wait, good Wait, we Scotman? Is that what it is? We Scottish. <laughs> it's a good dick. 
Yeah, I love an okay. uncut cock. Yeah. And I like yeah, the yeah, tease yeah. of the idea of the yeah. uncutness, right? Yeah, definitely it's like, encourage I'm uncut, more. but I'm also teasing that I have a nice uncut fat cock. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Encourage more You get a 9. No, I think you get a 9.5. You get a 10. Oh, nice. I'm in the mood for a 10. All right. I, I, I have a 9. I'm giving it I a have 9. No, I have no complaints. Yeah, I don't either, but like... They listen to all my instructions. Okay, this is... Well, no name given. This is a lot of photos, though. So, no name given. Dick pic. Okay, so you're, the title of your email, in case you're identifying oh, yourself, right. is Dick Picks for the Show, since yep. you didn't tell us what name to use. Okay, Excellent. so we see a pre-cum drip, which is very artsy. That is very artsy. Did you take that in Williamsburg? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, that's actually a really nice picture. It's a very clean, it and looks next. like a dewdrop. Nice. What song has dewdrops? <laughs> what song is that? I don't know. Dewdrops. That's like a sneak out. That's a little tease. Wait, Wait. Ray, Wait. a drop of gold. No, that's not a dewdrop. Wait, let me see. Okay, the dewdrop picture was my fa- my favorite picture. Yeah, let's look at this last one. Okay, can I make a suggestion? You're at like a seven and a half, eight for the other photos. The dewdrop photo, you definitely get like a nine. Nice. But I would suggest add your fucking hand in it. The illusion that your whole hand is adding this length to it is a nice illusion. I think it would add to your photos. Yeah. Not that size matters, but photos, symmetry is is what we look for in photos. And while I'm not going to say like, oh, I'll go with one, that's what our brain looks for. So sure. if you're going to try to make something look more aesthetically pleasing, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to like do stuff like give it an extra half inch by shoving, you know, your hand down at the base of your mons and kind of doing a zhuzh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Got do it. a little shake, shimmy yeah. shake. Yeah. You know, like, if you're going to hit a girl in the face with a dick, with consent, of course, and you want it to be extra hard because you want it to go, you know what I mean? Yeah. That noise against the cheek. Absolutely. You need to make sure at that point, what am I doing? Is that your phone? Yeah. Okay, you need to make sure at that point you do a zhuzh. Same thing. Whose dick is that? Okay. okay, so this no name was given. It just says review for pod, which nice. See, you guys, the thing is, is you might actually have a thing for hearing your name read aloud, but we don't know that if you don't tell us what yeah, to use. And, so we're not and gonna, we don't want to out you. Because yeah. you, you know, you're sc- a lot of these emails are your actual real names. I know these because some of you are customers. This so. is a nice dick. I like this dick. It, okay, first off, are, are you... If you're not taking video game nudes for gay guys, you should be because the video game controller in the background and then like the cord down that clearly implies that you like can't put your music or whatever the fuck down or like, wait, are you playing Fortnite right now and you paused it? Did, did something in Fortnite get you hurt? I get it. It's cool. Whatever, man. Anyways, no judgment on that, but like you should definitely market your nudes because it, A, it's a very big day. Yeah, nice vein. I mean, yeah. if I were to measure that, we're looking at at least 10 inches. Yeah. So like... Like, that is ginormous. That's you may nice as well life. market off of that. Yeah. Either be important. No, I'm not telling you what to do with your dick. But I'm just saying, if you feel like Put you Put it should, down a throat. Yeah. The game control in the background, you could at least go sell it on many vids to, like, the gamer nerds. <laughs> Anyways, I'd say if you're a gamer nerd, that's 10 out of 10. If you're a regular broad, that's 9.5 because I don't give you a 10 because it's so long that I would gag. Okay. Okay, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I give it a 9. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
But it's a good photo. Sorry, yeah. it was a it was a photo from above. We don't even describe okay. it. photo from above, well taken, very big. Go. Absolutely. You have uh, one, I believe, uh, yes. or a couple. Let's, I don't know. Let's bring them look. up. Let's take a look. We're gonna end with our favorite. We have a, a new submission from one of our favorites, so I think we should save the best for last. You going? Oh, as far as nude stuff. Yeah. Goes. Well, this is my favorite nude that was submitted from a dick pic. Okay. Okay. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Notice I stopped to drool. Oh, hey. whoa. Hey, bada, bada, bada. She has a crease to me. I feel like I need to say an Italian prayer to this Yeah, dick. that's a head like, on it, nomine patre, fili spiritu sante, in the name yeah. of spaghetti, rigatoni, <laughs> fucking... Salami. All right, so anyways, uh, that's a huge fucking dick. Yeah, that's a big dick. <laughs> Yeah, it's cut and that's cool that's serious I like it <laughs> that's a dick that doesn't need to be uncut or cut you know some some would make a difference sometimes you look at a cut dick and you're like oh if you only had live, left your little hood on but this one I don't even wonder what well, it would no, have looked because like because it's, it's, it's like an elephant that has like a an like a really, a really like good ivory wait the name of this it. person by the way is we decided on it earlier was I'm sorry too big to swallow Numera, numerical twos by the way too um, big to swallow nice. too pretty to not fuck or something I don't know oh, nice. I forgot yeah. what it was but it holy goddamn yeah Jesus. it barely fits in the frame for the that angle this which is huge. like impressive. nice hey nice thighs by the way good job yeah uh yeah well that their job is to have a nice, nice body size. so excellent this is this person may or may not be a little famous. Oh, nice! Can't say anything more than that. Well, that's may or maybe not be awesome, but like it's still like the thighs of the dead. Good job. Jesus Christ! Okay. Also, like good nails, yeah. decent nails. Would it, <laughs> would it wait, mind wait, those sausages up my fucking? Yeah, definitely. Those my score is twenty out of fucking five. Nice. Like, let's, you know what? I want to actually uh, quadruple the valuation and give quadruple that a five bars. star cock rating out of two stars. So I'll say. And I, no, 10 out of 10. Sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Story. I give it 10 out of 10 too, not just because it's large, because I like, not really size. No, it's a beautiful day. It's a really nice And day. it's a good picture. And it's so a great we picture. Have, we have good ball sack because, like, you know, if. Okay, if that person was standing, those balls hang low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we can see the scratch right there. Nice, And nice no no judgment. Anyway, you, can't, you cannot change that. No judgment. But your photo can demonstrate your better assets. Yeah. I don't... You know what? Like, I don't pose in a photo where, like, my titties aren't, like, right. a little perky. You know? Same shit. So, like, your ball sack doesn't have to hang all the way to the ground. Not that yours would. I'm just saying. You have a nice boss. Yeah, so 10. Jesus Christ, this thing is so big. It's 17 out of 20. All right. I mean, no, no, no. 17 out of 5. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to say this dick is beautiful. I want to pray to it at night. All right. Excellent. Did I just make this podcast 17 minutes long? You kind of did. At this for point, all penis. 17 inches. Yeah. Okay. So our final. I want to read this because like. I love when fun random people said stuff. Like, yes. These these messages we get sometimes are like like even better. Than I'm ready the for it. Read to me, Papa. Okay, it's me, Sarah again. Thank Yay. you for talking about my pussy a few weeks ago. While being humiliated would have been fun. Wait, for the record, this is somebody that I how I don't know how many weeks ago exactly it was, wait, but wait. a couple weeks back sent in the first set, like in the first uh, 
Yeah. Review sent in a set of nudes that we reviewed. Yeah, and we reviewed them highly favorably. Yeah. So hearing, very, very hot <laughs> pussy would look at again, and I'm excited yeah. too. <laughs> hearing you and A Love talk so nicely about my pussy got me wet. I'm not going to lie. I listened to it again and started masturbating. <laughs> I tie myself. Wait, are people reading Literotica too? I'm I writing Literotica to us I on our email so. now. I hope so. This is a beautiful thing. I tie myself to try and come as you guys were talking about it. I loved it so much. I'm sending another pussy pick from a different angle and lighting. I think this may be become a fetish for me. Sending pussy pics and trying to make myself come as you review it. I am currently going through college and not worrying about relationships or sex, so I use masturbation as my outlet. I think masturbating to your podcast will become a weekly part of my routine now. I was wondering, has Felicia ever thought of putting up a JOI for females on her many vids? First off, that is a hot message. I haven't even looked at the photo. Damn. I know, we'll get to the photo in a second. There's, there's a lot. Okay, to- and then also, like a jerk-off instruction for... Like, no one's ever asked me for that. So, like, I'm willing to put it up. I just love... And you know what I'll do is I will send you the code directly to get a good discount on it. Because, obviously, like, I wouldn't just want people to buy it willy-nilly, but I wouldn't want you to pay a lot for it because it was your request. So, I'm going to put it up and I'm going to email you directly with a good little discount for it. Hell, yeah. I love the idea of, like, pansexual master... Like ma- masturbation, like like we can all masturbate to that message, should yeah, I? Yeah, exactly. Doesn't yeah. matter who it was toward. Let's, Let's pick it. I want to see the photo. Hell yeah! Damn. Oh my gosh. Twenty uh, out of ten. <laughs> Again with like okay, engorged ma- clit. So speaking of beautiful, beautiful nails. nails, like the hint of oh my pussy hair's growing in, and like I can see a hint of your butthole. Uh, like pulled back again Look, you know you've mastered this this is great I mean I'm not gonna lie like those are the kind of like lips you just wanna like well cause like that's uh, a, okay even though like so a lot of times people are like weird about hair let's just put that out there that's a, that, I get that because of uh, society no, no stigma no about hair but yeah I know you don't I'm just saying like but there are also those differences in pussies that like hairless or not regardless of a person's preference mm. they're fucking undeniably like edible do you know what i mean by that like i know people that weren't into hair for example and if i had a little bit they didn't care because they really liked my like that's the kind of pussy that could have whatever and i feel like everybody would eat it because it's beautiful i've kind of never wanted to deep throat not that they're, i don't know i don't want to judge I, pussy I, but you I, know I, what i mean i just want to deep throat her <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you can't even listen to what I'm saying. Like, no, I can't. Like, right, I'm like, you have to, like, X out of the picture. It's a beautiful photo. Yeah, like, 700 out of four. Exactly <laughs> yeah. what Felicia said. Yeah, I agree. I hope you just came while we were talking about that. Right. So if anybody else wants to submit, feel free to email us, screwpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also send us DMs, but don't send it to like my personal account only because there's so many DMs. I don't want anything to get lost. So yeah, send it to our to, social needs. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I wanted to discuss tonight, real quick, is that I um, no, there was nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> that was a trail off. Okay. <laughs> so no, I felt like I did have something. Oh shit! Well, if you think of it, we could record like a special segment. <laughs> Alicia's too high to think. 
Yeah. I love it. Oh, wait, we have a voicemail, though. Oh, yes. So, we thought I thought we could, like, go out on, like, our favorite, like, guest host doing a funny <laughs> voice for us. Um, our favorite reoccurring <laughs> guest host. <laughs> um, so, here, here, here we go. Wait, who is it? Uh, the, the actual person? Yeah. Oh, do, 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 do you want to try is to Is it guess? Hank? It's Hank! Of course! Yay! Yay, Hank! Okay, here the we go. The actual person. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Okay, so I can't, I cannot even admit that I didn't, or I can't admit that I didn't understand the first part only because I was like yeah. so entranced by the fact that we got a voicemail as Hank being the hormone monster. I, know, I love it. Um, and also, like, let's be honest, the hormone monster is hard to understand. But at the end, you said. I like the hand job part. You said you're the man, Stan, and you also said. Uh, Oh, fuck, I forgot it. See, I heard it and <laughs> well, remembered we'll it. Listen, okay. Anyways, we'll to it. That was beautiful. Thank that you so beautiful. much. If you couldn't understand that, I'm sorry we did it. It was great. <laughs> that was so good. All right. So is that all we have? This was like a longer episode. We hope you stuck around. If you did stick around, um, you'll know that you can email us, screwpodcast at gmail.com. Use in the email title, I stuck around. And you will get a special code for 10% off anything on my many vids. No, not anything. I'm sorry. That doesn't work like that. Videos on my many vids. So do that because you stuck around. Love you guys so much. Subscribe. Follow. Listen. Spotify. All these new fun things you can listen to us on. Tell your friends. Bye. Bye. I thought you were going to hit.